Wolves TV Match Day Live Extra exclusive post-match reaction to Southampton nil. Wolves won. I'm Mikey Burrows, Andy Thompson alongside me at St Mary's. Chris Wellamo joining us who watched the game from home. Wolves did enough to win that match in the end. It was the lowest amount of shots they'd had in a game this season, the lowest amount of passes they'd attempted, the worst pass success rate that they'd had so far this season, the lowest amount of dribbles that they'd attempted this season. And yet, all the story will be, Andy Thompson, that Raul Jimenez finally got his goal 366 days since he was last on the score sheet against Newcastle back in October of last year. 336 days, I should say. I keep getting that number, all sorts going around. It's one lot you to get stats wrong, right? I've got so many stats going around <laughs> in my head about Raul Jimenez. Confusing yourself, mate. 336 days, what a moment for him. It is, and, uh, and again, so like it's... I know we've just said that about going in and say, look, we'll leave that to the analysts and the people who look at the stats. All they'll be bothered about, they've just got three points from a game. Um, and, and they'll say when they've gone in and played really well in the previous games that we've seen and just go, look, say, look, we've got nothing from those games. We deserve more. And today, very scrappy. Possession given away on both sides. Said at the first half, it was there for either team. It was there for the take and the game was. And... And it took a little bit of magic from Raul Jimenez on his own, from Sarkham kicking the ball up to him to get that actual goal to win the game. And look, it's, it's all about results. It's all about getting the right result. And today they've done it. You've seen what it means to them Wolves fans. They're still singing now, just leaving the ground. Um, they won't be bothered about the performance. They'll be bothered about the result, as we should be. You know, when you when you look at it, right, you, you look at the mental side of it with Raul Jimenez, you know, he has been the main man, he scores the goals, everyone's talking about it, you know, questioning if he's he's coming back, uh, if he's going to ever get back to the same as what he was, you know, and it's one of them, that, of course, that all plays a part, it's going to be in the back of his mind that he's thinking, look, I've, I've missed these chances, i never seen that today, I know. He's still done the things, done the basics well, linked up, was strong, brought players in, you know, movement in that attacking third, and then you know, a couple of, bit of bits of brilliance. Obviously, the, the chance towards the end, but he made the get the goal himself. So he probably he probably answers his own doubts, and you could see how much it meant when he's celebrating in front of the rules fans. You could see how much it went when the final whistle went, and he's looking up to the skies. You know, and it's like that's a massive weight off his shoulders. Although it shouldn't have been on his shoulders in the first place, but yeah. it's a massive weight off his shoulders. But listen, you know only too well, Looms, what it's like when you you go through quite a serious injury. Obviously, yours was, was not a head injury, but a, a lengthy time out of the game nonetheless. And there are real dark moments, aren't there, when you are you know, on your own in the gym sometimes, wanting to get out there, wanting to get back involved, maybe being held back by the medical team for obvious reasons. And then you finally get out there and it doesn't quite go exactly how you're used to it being. And it takes a couple of games. So to have that moment there feels like an enormous release for him of everything he's gone through in the last year. No, Mikey, you're spot on. You know, I think uh, for any footballer, the hardest thing is watching your, your team just go out to train, going to matches, watching them enjoy good moments and you don't feel part of it. You know, so 
hear the experience, all that. He's got a very good family unit, a very good uh, circle around him which supports him. But yeah, that goal today, you know, all those dark moments, all that hard work that he's put in, you know, everything, it just, it's worth it for that feeling. There's no better, I'll say it and I say it to him again, the hardest thing to do in football is score goals. The hardest thing to do in football, that's what wins games, that's the difference. He is the man that makes the difference, he made the difference today. But that goal is more than just a goal for him. You know, that's that's put a lot of demons to bed, you know, but again, it makes it worthwhile. And so I, we, we will see, hopefully, from that, a, a more relaxed, confident, uh, albeit I thought he looked outstanding today without the goal. Well, that's the point, isn't it, Tomo, that, you know, listen, if, if anybody doubted that Raul Jimenez was the same player as he was before, the way he outmuscles the defender and then keeps his composure to finish, there should be no doubt whatsoever. Well, well, not for me, I think all season. I haven't seen him pull out of any challenge, and that's aerial, tackles, whatever, since he's come back. And look, that would, be the fear, that would have been the fair thing in his head about how he's going to be. But what you have seen is that he's still willing to put it right. But what I like about him, he's still doing the basics right. He's still trying to do the right things. And if you keep doing or trying to do the right things, you'll get your rewards. He's got his golf today from battling and making sure that he gets that ball uh, to get through. And then he's got the composure and the skill to actually finish it off. But for me, this year, since he's come back, it's a horrendous injury what he had. It would have put anybody on the back foot about what he did, about, especially with the position where he plays, where he's got to go up for a lot of headers. He's the target man majority of the time, but he hasn't. He hasn't pulled out of anything, which is great to see from him. And you saw his face. You saw what it meant to the rest of the players when he scored. They all went round round him to celebrate with him because they know how much it means to him. But also, as well, what I thought was a nice touch, as he's coming out, all the coaching staff waiting for him to come off the pitch as well. And it just shows you what it means to not just them, but him as well. And they're really pleased when he's doing his interviews to that now. But I thought he... I thought he had a good game today. I thought he did well. He battled hard. He tried uh, today. But that's what I've been positive about with him, is that he wants to win. He wants to score goals. And that's not going to change. And Look, credit to him coming back after the, the injury, what he had and what he's done. Because mm. uh, it would have been easy for him to, like you say, flinch and pull away from things. But he hasn't. It's been brilliant. Well, Looms, he made a couple of big headers, defending corners, at the near post, which was always the question, I think, you know, when you you were looking at him coming back, I mean, I, I take my hat off to him because putting yourself back in the position that, where you found yourself getting a, a serious injury takes a whole lot of courage. Yeah, of course. I think, of course, I totally agree. I, I'll be honest with you, I don't think he, he thinks about it anymore. You know, obviously, I think the, 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 the headband that he, he has to wear, the protective... That's a little reminder, but he's just, he, it's, it's, it's very hard. Those first couple of games, it might be in the back of your mind, but for any injury that you come back with, you're thinking, all right, I'm going to go in for a challenge, I'm going to open up, I'm going to go and, go and put, my, put, put my, my body weight in here or put my head where it hurts. You know, I think, he's, I think that's gone now. I don't think he uses it as an excuse anyway, in fairness, but again, he's, he's, he's not only that presence up top but he has defensive responsibilities as well I think without the ball I think we all work very hard uh, but again he has responsibilities in, in that 18 yard in the defensive 18 yard box to go and put his head and make sure he, he, he clears that danger but uh, 
no, I, I, I'm absolutely delighted, delighted for him, you know, because like you say, he puts that pressure on himself to be the main man. He puts that pressure on himself to be the one that's putting points on the board. So I'm delighted that, that today uh, he got his just deserves. Um, who else impressed you, Looms, today? Oh, I've already mentioned it, Josie Sarr. You know, I think uh, I think outstanding. Always talking, always, always, like, on the front foot. That, that sweeper role, I think his positioning is excellent. A few tidy saves as well. Reaction, like you say, the one, uh, I think it was offside, but he still got up. The the one that the, 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 uh, they've intercepted it on the halfway line. In fact, it was a clearance that's just came off the arm. It was gave us a, a free kick, but again, he's come out there, cleared it. Positioning-wise, and it's one of those things, he starts a lot of attacks with the quality from his distribution. And I think, I think he's, uh, you could just see he's got that, that, that X factor, which, which I like, you know, which, uh, but he was, I just, I just feel that the way that he comes, his movement, he's, he's very fast over those first couple of yards, but his thinking time, he makes the right decision more often than not. I know he'd had a little bit of a dodgy, dodgy one in the first half where he's taking too many touches, but again, that's that's something that Bruno Lages wants him to come out and play. He wants just to get the ball down and play through the thuds. So there's going to be little little uh, little errors here and there. But again, it wasn't one that punished us today. Tomo, uh, who stood out for you? For me personally, I thought Charles Martino was superb today. I thought Charles Martino did well enough, and then Donker offered us that little bit of um, physicality in the middle. Touching on what Loom said, I thought the goalkeeper played well. So his positioning was very good. So look, he was always sharp. Again, it had us uh, uh, hearts in our mouths uh, earlier on when that chance in the first <laughs> half. But he's just looking at that. So look, the way that he played, I thought Jimenez played well up there. He battled hard. He said, "I know it was at times it wasn't great. It was difficult for him." But what he does do, he just battles on there. So you look at your goalkeeper, both ends of the pitch. You look at your goalkeeper. I thought played well. Uh, Jimenez played well. Matinho played well in that central position as well. Um, and there was <laughs> look. Say, I know Samedo missed that chance in the first half. But I thought that he did okay today. He tried to he tried to link up, but it was just one of them games that he just kept breaking down. And, but again, this is the strange thing about football in that actually, despite the fact of all those stats that I read out that suggested it was the worst performance of the season, yeah. I actually don't think there was anyone who particularly had a bad game. No. So you, look, if you're going to win a game, you can't all have a bad game, can you? If you have a bad game, so you've got to. It's got but to you're not going to, I guess the point I'm making is you're not going to have every game where you have 25 efforts on oh, goal no. Oh, no. and you're free-flowing attacking football. Looks, but they still played well yeah, it was. in regards of what they did. Well, you look in that first half. We had some good opportunities in that first half, but we just weren't uh, good enough with that decision-making or clinical enough with that final ball in that top third. We were in great positions, but it just missed. So, like, last, like the last games that we've played, we've had the opportunities, still haven't scored them. But it, it just shows you it's just thin, thin margins, say, like, um, that, that you're trying to get win games, and, and it's just let us down a little bit. I thought we were quite poor in that top third for me. I thought that we could have done a lot better, but outstanding goal that wins you the game, isn't it, from Jimenez. Had a chance towards the end there as well. He's trying to try and pick... Traore up and then in the end he's had a, a shot at goal but it doesn't matter it's about results and, and that's the thing what we got so just to finish off uh, we will talk more in depth uh, with myself and Gemma Frith on Wolves Weekly this week looking at, at all of it but Looms when you assess the first batch of six games that we've had the narrow defeats to Leicester Spurs Man United the win over Watford the win here and 
and the Brentford game. Um, and then, uh, I guess, within context of looking at the next batch, which is Newcastle, Villa, Leeds, Everton, Crystal Palace, West Ham, where do you see where Wolves are at the moment? What's the, what's the feeling? What are we learning about this, this new way of Wolves taking things forwards? Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a fantastic question, Mikey, but it's one of those, you know, I think where we are, uh, very, very much still in a transitional period. I feel I think Bruno Lage has come in and you can see that he's implemented a, a different style of play. A, a style of play that's probably not warranted the the points that it deserves. Uh, we've seen today that we can we can do the ugly side of the game as well and, and, and put points on the board. Uh, the, the, the squad definitely has the quality it's shown today as well that it that it's got the experience to see out the game you know with the like you say the, the time wasting the professional managing the game that's that's all part and parcel of it. I think there's a I think there's a a serious expectation and, and realistic expectation in the next six matches that there has to be more points brought in. You know, you look at the teams that you're playing, yeah it's the it's it's the most competitive league in the world. You can't look at any game, Newcastle that are that are struggling, Leeds that on their day they can concede five or score three. But there's it's one of those things that's you have to make sure that you pick up more points. Now if it's going and, and, and grinding results out and individual quality goes and puts the points on the board, then so be it. Or if it's because it is gonna click one of those days it's gonna be the perfect performance where you you've got those what is it? Four hundred passes. There's thirty chances, and you've scored four or five goals. That's that's going to happen at some point with the way that we play. But that's not. It's not going to be weekend game in, game out. So for me, the 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 target is bring in more points. Climb, let's start climbing the table. Let's start really kind of because you can see that the even I think even the fans are impressed with the way when we're at it, how we play, but. You can also see how the fans react when you just put three points on the board with an OK, uh, a so-so performance. So, again, the players, that feel-good factor that they're experienced just now in the dressing room when they're on the bus going home, there's no better feeling. Honestly, there's no better feeling when, when Raul Jimenez comes in and he, he, he picks up the phone and he's, yeah. he sees the messages. That he's, there's no better feeling. There's no better feeling. So, enjoy that, but let's go and get some more of that. Love that. Chris Wallamo, Andy Thompson, thank you very much indeed. The under-23s take on Sunderland on Monday evening. Make sure you join me for that live coverage. It's absolutely free on Wolves TV. Kick-off from 6pm. Wolves Weekly with Gemma Frith and I will discuss everything going on, including the first team, the under-23s, the under-18s, and the Wolves women's side as well. It's all available for you from Wolves Radio. Enjoy your week, everyone.